Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Kingdom Successful? This is Tyler McCart coming at you, episode 378. I think that's the one we're on. At any rate, I wanted to do this episode with you and excited to be able to talk with you guys. It is sometime in November of 2023, and I'm driving on the road headed to an appointment. Um, Actually, it's my intentional father's um, small group. Uh, We meet up actually for lunch, and uh, it's just a great group of guys that we get together. Talk about how we're leading our uh, sons specifically and how we're raising them actually to be men and the process and the journey that we're on with that. Um, you know, you, I, you guys have heard me talk about, you know, that we are raising not, uh, I, I've always heard it said, and, and this is just kind of what I've always kind of hung my hat on. I'm, I'm raising responsible adults. I'm raising responsible adults. And, you know, in that, there is no day off uh, for a parent. I was telling my wife this the other day that there's no day off. You can't just go and say, Hey, you know, um, I just need a day off, you know, from uh, parenting you. <laughs> and I think there's a commercial out there that, um, you know, the toddler is in, uh, their, their crib and the parent kind of walks in and knocks on the door and says, Hey, uh, just want to let you know, uh, big man, that um, that uh, I need a I need a day off. Uh, I need a whatever. <laughs> As a parent, no one ever tells you that there there are no days off. Um, and I got I I just speak blessings on you if you're a single parent, especially in raising uh, children, because man, uh, I don't know what I would do without having my wife. Um, because at least we can share the load uh, of that and responsibilities because, you know, parenting is a full-time job. It, it really is. And uh, I think my my uh, father-in-law told me that it, uh, even at his age, uh, he still is a parent uh, to his own children. So I think that's pretty cool. Uh, but anyway, um, just a cool little uh, update. Um, Tyler, uh, Tyler Jr. will be turning 14. Uh, tomorrow, which I'm very excited about that. We uh, went to the Georgia game with a bunch of his friends and his youth pastor just to be able to experience that game uh, and just a good memory to create. Also, it was one of the things that, you know, I'm all about uh, surrounding Tyler and really surrounding my children with great people, okay? Great men and women of God. Uh, I want them to get exposed to those types of people uh, on a frequent basis. And that was an opportunity that the Holy Spirit kind of uh, just worked out of being able to bring um, the youth pastor uh, of, you know, the uh, Free Chapel um, 
youth uh, at the Gwinnett campus to uh, to do the game. So extremely excited about that. Extremely thankful for that. And I know it was a good, great experience for Tyler. But I will also say this: that um, you know, along with that, I want to dive into this right here. Okay. So I was listening to a, a, a gentleman's podcast, and he started talking about the the daily three the daily three and where that, you know, you, there's, there's things that as a man or as a, you know, child of the most high God, uh, you need to be doing on a consistent basis. Now he, he, he didn't say, you know, based upon if you're a Christian, he, he's, he kind of talks more to a secular audience, but he talked about his day, uh, the daily three that he has, and, you know, two out of the three, I would agree with him on. Um, but because of who I am and what I, how I believe, I believe you missed out on something. Now, I want to read this scripture verse. It's actually in Song, in Song of Solomon. Yeah, Song of Solomon. Chapter 2, verse 15 and 17, 15 through 17. Catch us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vine. Fox, for our vines have tender grapes. So that's obviously kind of a a, pot, um, a metaphor or a proverb uh, if you want to look at it from that perspective. But the little foxes spoil the vine. We've, I've heard that, you know, growing up. I've heard that spoken, you know, over the course of my life. And, you know, if, 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 the, if that is true, the little foxes do spoil the vine. The other side of that is true as well, that if you keep the little foxes out of the, out of the vineyard, then guess what? You're going to have good grapes. Well, there are certain daily things, and it's the little things. That's why it says the little foxes. It's the little things that are take maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe an hour. Okay, for you to do and complete in order to have, like, say, very productive, um, you know, really to help you reach your kingdom potential. Because that's, that's what we're all about here is to help you maximize your kingdom potential uh, and be as successful. And, you know, I've actually, just as a little side note, I've been really kind of pontificating this whole word successful. And really, now that I'm you know, 45 years young today, I'm really kind of seeing the side of significance, you know, making an impact from a significant standpoint versus a success. You know, I believe that we have to be successful first in order to be significant. But at once we master success, we can move on to significance and really really impact the world and leave a mark and leave a legacy of significance. But that starts with what are you doing on a daily basis? I've heard John Maxwell, I've heard too many countless other people say, you know, show me your, show me what you do daily and I'll show you your success. Um, it's something of that nature right there. And the big three that I would say 
I have found in my own life and that I've studied other great godly men and women in my, my life. They do three things every day. And these things are kind of almost cemented in their calendar. Um, I'm re-listening to actually a book right now, an audio book that I probably listened to about, you know, two years ago. And it's, um, I golly, I can't remember the name of the book, you know, uh, 15 time management secrets or something like that. Um, actually I do want to kind of see if I can find it real quick. What is that book that I'm listening to? Yeah. 15 secrets, 15 secrets, successful people know about time management. Okay. It's a great book. I, I really like it a lot. This will be the, the, I've gone back to it, um, you know, maybe listen to one or two different chapters uh, throughout this last, what, maybe about year, two years since I listened to it last. And since the year is actually kind of coming to an end, I always like to reassess kind of how my system of, of things are and what I'm doing. And these three things, if you're not doing these three things, my suggestion to you is that you really don't put it on a to-do list. It, it just won't get done. These, these actually need to be an appointment, okay, on your calendar. If you want to get some things done, what I've always found to be true is if you put it on your calendar, that thing gets done. You know, if you have an appointment with, say, someone or something, you know, you have to be at a doctor's office or if you have a lunch appointment like what I'm going to right now, I, there's usually a hardly ever any negotiation with me. I'm going to go do that nine times out of 10, unless something real off the wall comes up and I just can't make it, which happens very rarely. But if I set an appointment, put it in my calendar, it gets done. And instead of putting on a to-do list, which you know, I, I just did, <laughs> I just changed the filters, uh, the air filter in my upstairs, uh, house, uh, and the, where the kids sleep, uh, which probably needed to be done a month ago, but that air filter sat in my kitchen, uh, floor, uh, for at least a month. And I just, it was on my to-do list, but just never got done this again. These things are very important. So put them in your calendar as an appointment and don't negotiate whether or not you're going to do it or not. Just treat it like an appointment that you have with yourself. And you know, if you have to read, if you have to, you can't get to it, reschedule the appointment for yourself. Okay. So what are the three things? What are the three things? Okay. A couple of them, one of them actually can be actually done, you know, as you're driving in your car, which I love this. And I'm going to go ahead and hit this one hard right here. And that is that you need to have an audio slash book that you're reading every day. You need to listen to something at least 15, 20 minutes uh, that is positive, this, this encouraging, this uplifting. Uh, it might be something you're learning about. It might be something that you're helping with your uh, you know, attitude. It might be helping you something with your productivity but you need to have an audio. It could be, you know, a teaching from a minister of the gospel. 
could be that. Uh, you need to have something going on at least 15 to 20 minutes every day in your vehicle. I personally, I'm just going to go ahead and tell myself, I do not listen to the radio. Okay. I, the only time I actually I take that back. The only time I listen to the radio is if I'm driving up the car road, uh, listening to say the university of Georgia, uh, play a football game and I'm not even there at the game. That might be the only time I'm listening to the radio. I, I, I stopped listening to the radio to, I'm not even going to name names of the things many, many, many years ago. Don't have to go into to telling you why I stopped listening, but I stopped listening to the radio many years ago and it has radically changed my life. Okay. I listen to podcasts. I listen to different audiobooks. Um, I listen to different YouTube uh, things that are videos that I can listen from an audio standpoint. But I'm listening to something every day uh, in my vehicle if I'm driving somewhere. And that's been a pretty standard thing in my life for the last 20 something years. And uh, I'm all, you know, it might be I might be reading a book or it might be I'm listening to a book on audio, but I'm definitely devouring a book uh, because I feel like a book really does, you know, goes into a much deeper dive than just an audio. Uh, of somebody. So that's number one, listening to an audio every day. That got established in me um, through a business team that, I, that I've been associated with since I was 20, 23 years old. Okay. And now here I am 45, right? So the next thing that I'm going to highly recommend, highly recommend is you block out time. This is an appointment that you've got to have with yourself that you actually read, read. I'm talking actually where you're looking at the page or you're looking at the screen where it has the, the word of God on the page. And you're spending time in the word of God. This morning, I read um, one of the Proverbs that uh, was given, uh, that was you know up for today today's date. I also um, had other uh, Bible readings that I had to do. I think I'm in, I'm wrapping up um, the four Gospels, and I'm actually in the middle of the crucifixion uh, time period right now, uh, because I'm reading through the Bible an uh, entire year. But gang, I'm telling you that you, and I know that sometimes you might read a devotional, which I think that's great. You know, if you can read a devotional, do that. A devotional will be a big, big help to you, okay? But you need to set aside at least 15 to 20 minutes a day where you're putting the Word of God inside of you, okay? Reading your Bible. And I'm not just sitting there saying, you know, you can start out if, you, if you're busy and you're like, oh, I just don't have time today to get to my Bible. Well, Use your time in your car to listen to your Bible. Do something where the Word of God is getting inside of you. Now, number three, number three, and this is something that I probably neglected for several years, and I'm not going to get into the reason why I neglected it, but I neglected this, okay? But you've got to exercise every day. Okay. Now I, I'm just going to tell kind of 
quick little history lesson on me. You know, I was an athlete all the way through until I was about 22 years old. Okay. I was an athlete in college and did the whole athletic thing and really enjoyed it. There wasn't a day that went probably not a lot of days that went by where I did not exercise, um, you know, and do something physically, uh, during those years. Well, when I got out of college and got into the real world and got a job, well, <laughs> let's just say that life started happening and I, you know, used the excuse that, oh, I can't afford this. And also I, I don't have time for it. Well, that has all changed for me here as of within the last, probably really last five, six years where that I have now made it a priority to exercise at least three to four times where I'm lifting some kind of weights and also getting my heart rate up at least three to four times a week. Now on the off days, it might be kind of an active rest where I might be walking. Um, and you know, the other side of that is I might just totally be chilling out. I mean, I might not even be doing anything, which because I'm just allowing my body to rest gang exercise has got to be on your top priority. I, I was listening to a, a gentleman, a, a doctor. And he says he, you know, he, he's got his, I don't, I don't even know all the credentials that he has, but he said something really powerful that I thought was just very interesting. He said a person that I'm backing up by the way, guys, he said this, he said a person that is overweight, but lifting weights and exercising on a consistent basis, but they might be a little, there might be a little overweight. They will outlive the person that is actually not overweight, but doesn't exercise and doesn't do any kind of, you know, resistance training. The person that is a little overweight and does resistance training and does get some uh, cardio stuff in them, they're going to outlive the person that doesn't. So here's here, I guess, you might not be overweight. You might be, you know, one of these people that are blessed with just a body that you doesn't need any, you know, uh, you know, you're just, you're just, you know, you look fit. Okay. Or you, you don't need to exercise. I mean, you don't need to, you know, lose any pounds, but that doesn't mean you don't need exercise. Gang, your body, it needs to be disciplined and brought under. Okay. Because it is that important to your health? This is something that I've just had to make my mind up that, and I have to get mine done in the morning because if I don't do it in the morning, it just doesn't get done. All right. My day gets a, out of, out of hand towards the end of the day, other priorities come up and I will totally just not even get it done. It just, it's just the way it is. So my recommendation to you guys is those three things right there is set these aside as appointments and do them without negotiation. Listen to an audio and read a book. Okay. One of those two things happening every on a daily basis. All right. Also get in the word. You've got to get in the word and daily feast upon the word. All right.
right? At least for 15 to 20 minutes. And then you need to exercise, do some sort of cardio and resistance training every day, at least three to four times a week, you know, and then, you know, intermittently put in there a rest day, you know, and do what you need to do. Okay. So kingdom success, know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health, spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys. Gang, and we'll catch you on the other side.